Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, the first hour, our two guests representing the Minneapolis Star Tribune, John Breen, Megan Ryan. Now let's talk some Timberwolves basketball. Let's go on the other side of the river. St. Paul Pioneer Press, Jace Frederick, he joins us here via the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Jace Frederick. Jace, how you doing, my friend? Hey, like pretty good, man. About you? I'm doing pretty good. Um, I saw you guys kind of walk past me briefly on Monday down there for Media Day, and clearly you guys were down there talking to everybody and I was talking to the listening audience and interviewing Tim Connolly and, and the people that were sent up to me, but uh, it's good to have basketball back. It's going to be fun to be back at Target Center. My initial question for you tonight, though, is in all of your years of covering Timberwolves basketball, where does this season, uh, from an anticipation and from a just excitement level, where does it rank for you? It's one or two. Um, I guess I would go with one. Uh, two, obviously, then being Jimmy Butler's first season in Minnesota and all the buildup that came with that. Um, I would only put this higher because this team, I think, legitimately, like their f- fans have like home court and maybe even like Western Conference Finals aspirations. Whether that comes to fruition or not, we'll see. But like the, there was such like a buildup from last year, like in the excitement that just kind of continued to grow exponentially throughout last season as they as they reached the playoffs and the fun people had with this team. And now they made other big moves. Um, they've, they've had other splashes in the front office and the roster. And like that excitement, I think it's just carried over where like the Jimmy Butler deal kind of just like created the excitement there. This already existed and now it's even higher. And Anthony Edwards makes it even higher for people and whatnot. So I think this is number one. And then that Jimmy Butler year would be number two. And then probably just tips first season would be number three. Jace, I, I'm 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 with you in terms of like when I look at this season and the anticipation, and part of it is just me being older than you. Um, is is this one? I would have to put it at, at number two, and the only one that surpasses this in terms of excitement level and anticipation is the year in which after the Wolves uh, lost to the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. I was all revved up for the next year because I was like, man, let's run it back. You know, we we would have got to the finals if not for the injuries that happened to Sam Cassell. It seemed like everybody started getting hurt down the stretch. I'm like, let's run it back. Let's do this. And it wasn't meant to be. Sam Cassell's head wasn't on straight. Latrell Sprewell was talking about feeding his family. He needs more money and all that. So that derailed it. But yet from an excitement level and anticipation, that was the year. This one is right up there, and I'd have to say it's number two for me. Yeah, um, I'm with you, and we'll see now if this actually reaches, uh, if it if it warrants the excitement or if it falls apart um, like that last one did. I certainly think this is more likely to be built for success, but, you know, as somebody who was watching the Wolves back then, I, I don't think anybody would have predicted that team's demise that quickly either. So things can change real quick. Uh, 
but it'll be interesting to see where this goes. People should be following you on Twitter if they are already not following you. They should. But uh, something really interesting you tweeted a few hours ago. You said Anthony Edwards only ate fried foods on the weekends this offseason, and he does not plan to eat fried foods during the season. That's a pretty big dietary alteration as he's looked to get in better shape and put his body in the best position to hold up over 82 games. And that is significant. Like, when you've got a young guy that's in the league his first couple of years, he's having fun talking about Popeyes and Mickey D's and, you know, what he's going to eat there as as you're sitting there um, talking to the media and just having fun on Zoom or in person. Like, that's the the next phase for him is the whole dietary stuff. And it typically is with young players, right? You come into the league, you're a young guy, whatever. You don't really care about what you're putting into your body. But then as you start to be a vet and you start to get experience, you start talking about, you know, hiring a chef and all of that stuff, like – He's already a monster on the basketball court. Once he adds and blends that into it, man, his potential is just going to absolutely be off the charts. Yeah, you're 100% right. Like Chris Finch even said this last year when we asked about like Ant's diet. Now, what did you think of him eating you know, the post-game Popeyes, the post-game McDonald's? And he's like, it is, he's seen so many players come up to the ranks now and, and rookies and second-year players. He's like, the diet is always like kind of the last, piece of it it's the last thing to come because you know like if you're in college or whatnot you're used to being able to eat whatever you want and it's fine like you don't really feel the after effects of it um but when it does click uh, when you are like okay how can i make another step and then it's kind of like well physically you can improve um i think then when that clicks for guys and they see like oh when i eat better i am in better shape um i'm adding i'm staying slim but putting on muscle mass uh that's huge. Um, and that's, that's, I think Anthony Edwards. Now, if you look at him, like his arms are huge. Um, he, he looks like he added a ton of muscle, um, and did it kind of the right way with just like eating better. Didn't, doesn't have to be like perfect. Um, you know, it's certainly with his age, he just turned 21. Like he doesn't have to be on like a Tom Brady diet, but just cutting out some of that fast food. And then like with the tons of lifting, he did this off season, like you see the results. And he said, even like alongside looking better, like it's, he said, I have more energy. Um, I just feel good. I haven't ha- felt any issues with my knees and whatnot, which is all great news for Timberwolves fans. Yeah. Talking to Jace Frederick from the St. Paul Pioneer Press here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO, courtesy of the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline. Give him a follow on Twitter at Jace Frederick. Um, I, I want to stay with Ant for a second. You were in the room. I was not in the room when he apologized um, publicly in-, in front of media members. Um, mm-hmm. How did because I can't speak to it because I wasn't in the room. I was upstairs doing a show. Um, how did it come across to you, just just being in the room and hearing it out of his mouth and just his body language, all that? How did you take it? How did, it re- how, how did you receive it? Yeah, um, I think he was pretty nervous during all of it. Like You'll see like little smiles and whatnot during it while he was you know, giving these apologies. But I, I really kind of read that as like a nervous smile of like, I'm not used to being in this situation. Uh, I do think like, you know, just seeing other people um, and kind of pointing out what he could have done better or differently. He oftentimes, like, he pulled out the, I'm sorry if I offended anyone, which is always kind of like a, doesn't sound the most sincere. Um, and then he, he kind of, every answer was, um, you know, like, okay, what do you think you can do differently? He's Or what can you do now to kind of make amends? He's like, I'll do anything. But you could tell there he hadn't found any answers yet um, or looked deep enough into it, I guess, or hadn't put together a plan yet. So it was consistently just like, I'm really sorry, I'm really sorry, I'm really sorry. And there didn't really seem to be, like, a plan of action yet. Not to say that won't come, uh, but, like, I don't know if everybody who was looking for certain apologies or next steps for Ant 
heard what they would have wanted to hear yet. And that's not to say it won't yet, but it was kind of a lot of just, I'm sorry. And it sounded like a guy who was really nervous and I think realizes he made a mistake. And now it's just like, okay, what are you going to do about it though? Yeah. I, I think that this situation is the, oops, life just got real for me moment for Anthony Edwards. Like he right. understands that he's um, an emerging basketball star. He understands that He's starting to go to a different sort of level with celebrity status in terms of like the movie thing and all of that stuff, whatever. But when you um, say what you said and you um, have the attention, the negative attention, the negative press that comes out of that story, I think that that was his moment where he's like, you know what, man, I, I, I know that I hurt people. I never want to hurt anybody Life is coming at me really fast, and I got to fix this, and I got to figure it out here on the fly. Yeah, I agree with you, um, and and I think like it's still a process. Like he's still in the early stages of that process. Yep, uh, I'm sure the Wolves will plan more stuff for him as well. Like, and he seemed open to embracing that. And I, I think he'd embrace any opportunities. I just think like he's probably at a point where, and this might be a youth thing too. He's kind of waiting for those opportunities to be presented to him. Uh, versus maybe going out and seeking them himself. But I certainly do think he's in a spot right now where, like, if anybody said, hey, will you come do this, I think he would do it. Um, He seemed eager to do that if it was placed in front of him. But, yeah, definitely, like, he's learning how to handle these things, and he's probably hoping he doesn't have to handle things like this uh, very much in the future. Um, Hopefully this is kind of a one-and-done type of deal for him. Another interesting tidbit from your Twitter account is um, you said that this seems to be the plan for the Timberwolves this season that Edwards and Cat play the majority of their minutes together. D'Lo and Rudy Gobert play the majority of their minutes together. Is that something that you're you you think is going to happen, or did they? Was there a little bit more insight and perspective that they gave in regards to that being the plan? Yeah, so I think Chris Finch is kind of like reading between the lines. That's been kind of clear. But Mike Inori, assistant coach, came and talked to us today um, after practice. And, and it was kind of thrown out there, like, hey, do you see that kind of being how this plays out? And Mike Honoria has a major hand in rotations. And, and he said yes, and it, and it both kind of fits into – and I really appreciate this because, like, what difference does it make if you tell us now or if you show us in the first game of the season? Like, exactly. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know? And uh, it's, so it, it's like, yes, like, they think Cat and Ant, like, they fit together. Like, Ant loves the pick and pops with Cat because he thinks it clears the runway for him. D'Angelo Russell's a really good pick and roll player. Um, can really take advantage of a diving Rudy Gobert, who's a great screener, like he did with Nas Reed in past years. And then, like, Nori was talking about it. D'Lo and Rudy Gobert like to play, like, three stints and a half. Um, so they'll start the game, take some rest, play a little bit between the quarters, end of first, start of second, take a rest, and then finish the half. Where Ant and Carl both like to play a huge chunk to start the game, and then sit out a chunk in the middle, end of first, start of second, and then play a huge chunk to close the half. So they both prefer that. Anton, I mean, D'Lo and Rudy like to do the other thing, so it's really easy to match them up from that perspective as well as skill set. So while they'll certainly all see plenty of time together, all four of them, um, I think we'll see like those combinations leading the charge when the other two are sitting quite a bit. You know the guy that I had a lot of fun talking to earlier this week was Kyle Anderson. He's just a, yeah. like a super like calming guy, man. Like like he's very very just chill, kind of low key, but just a, like like you can tell he's a guy that is going to want to have some fun and, and be a leader in the in the locker room. But there's a very much a calming presence that he brings, I think, to the team. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like I that is, and everybody has said this. I think mean, Tim Connolly, Chris Finch, like that is a super 
not talked about enough signing that they made this offseason. Like, he was, like, their free agent target. Like, that was who they wanted. And then the Gobert thing happened after that. Um, but they really wanted Kyle Anderson. And you can just see him talking to him. Like, you mentioned the calmness. We talked about him as a leader in on media day, and he's like, hey, I'm not going to be like that always getting on guys and whatnot. But if I see something that needs to be said, um, I will step in. My voice will be heard. Um, and that's exactly what it feels like too. Like in his interviews and whatnot, he's, he's very like laid back, but constantly thinking about your question and going to answer it. But, you know, and sometimes with a smile and, but also always with a lot of thought and that just kind of seems like who he is like, and that's what it looks like when he's playing too, like very deliberate, uh, but impactful. And that it's the way he speaks. It's the way he plays. And I think it's exactly the kind of guy that you want playing heavy minutes in your rotation to be like a stabilizing and productive force. And he's got one of the coolest nicknames in all the sports, slow-mo. I love that. that. I love that. I don't know if you talked to him about it, but yeah, he said he's had that since like, yeah, uh, like sixth grade or something yes, like that. Yes, that's like, what he told me. Early on. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I'm like, how are you in the sixth grade getting that? <laughs> yeah, how do you peg a middle schooler as you've got like a slow game? You know, like, it's good. You know? If somebody's slow-mo in sixth grade, I'm like, yeah, that kid's probably not going to play varsity basketball, you know. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show, man. I'm looking forward to us hanging out and, and watching plenty of uh, Timberwolves action this season. But uh, Jace Frederick from the St. Paul Pioneer Press, man. I appreciate your time tonight, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Always a pleasure, Lake. Talk to you later. All right, Jace Frederick joining us here on The Lake Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 